This episode of the Shit Dad Podcast is brought to you by Black Property Group. If you're turned off by the stereotypical real estate experience, get to know Ant and the team. Whether you're looking to upgrade in the future or get into your dream home now, look no further than Black Property Group. Find them on www.blackpg.com.au and we hope you enjoy this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. Celebrating the mistakes that all parents make. You're listening to the Shit Dad Podcast. G'day, g'day, and thanks for joining us at the Shit Dad Podcast, where we try to change you from lad to quintessential Aussie dad while celebrating the fatherhood wins and bins that come with it. I'm Nick. I'm Cam. And I'm Dave. And welcome back. The teachers didn't say, because school holidays still aren't over. (laughs) Still not working. I turn my my computer on every so often, guys. Move the mouse around. You work less than I do. (laughs) Shout out to the teachers, though, that have to go back a week early. Um, But I wanted to ask you, Dave, as a teacher, what actually do they do in that week off? Once their room's set up, the missus is tight-lipped about it. I reckon it's secret secret squirrel business. No, you you actually don't get time to set your room up. You're going to do that in your own time. What? What do you do then? In that time. So we are like admin stuff, so... Shin protection. Uh, no, no, no first aid at the moment. Like you do it a bit later, but all of those little policy changes, making sure we're ticking the boxes. Um, bit of curriculum time, what's changed. Bit of planning time in your team. So it's actually work. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's actually, I would prefer the kids being there. <laughs> now I feel sorry for you. <laughs> no, so, um, no, other than that, like, as I said, it, it is okay. It just depends on what they do, what they want to do with it. Mm. Like the best thing about my next three days is that I get some morning tea and a lunch on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to the Queensland government. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's essentially why I go. Love it. Well, um, speaking of jokes of jobs, how about we just do some jokes of jokes? Mm -hmm. Who's up? I'll go first. Go. I saw this the other day, so it's, this is totally stolen. But uh, they're all fun. they're all stolen. stolen. <laughs> <laughs> I've never in my joke. <laughs> I started the chicken chicken dating service, but I was struggling to make hens meat. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was going to be mine last week. <laughs> That's good. Um, so boys, yes, I actually read an article on the dangers of drinking too much. It scared the fucking hell out of me. I'm never going to read it again. I was going to say, wait, are we telling jokes or is this the real life? <laughs> this one's courtesy of my sister-in-law over the break. I thought it was pretty good. What do you call a whale with no pants? What? what? Free willy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's good. And I got, a, I got a bonus one as well. Yep, good. Why do walruses love a Tupperware party? Because mm. they're always on the lookout for a tight seal. <laughs> <laughs> I um I heard you had a third there, Cam. Though I do, yeah. Just to back up, have a backup. Do I you think, want to hear it. Yeah, yeah I think please. You do. <laughs> 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 what do tofu and dildos have in common? <laughs> They're both meat substitutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a, we got Emma send us a message in on. At Shit Dad Pod on the Instagram page, and uh, she sent in what kind of food says mean things behind your back? Shitalky mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Shitalky mushrooms? No, no, we got it. Okay. <laughs> we should have done that before the dildo joke. <laughs> yeah. we, the dildo one was definitely the one that we finished when we finished on. Well, thanks, Emma, for sending that in. Thanks, Emma. <laughs> Uh, don't forget, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, shitdadpod at gmail.com, at shitdadpod on Instagram, and the shitdadpodcast on Facebook. And, of course, the group chat that we've got going is a lot of fun, mm. uh, a lot of shit daddery going on. The shit daddery booster yarn, that's a private chat. If you want to join, we will let you in. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that exclusive. No. Between us, one of us will get to you very quickly. And yeah. when you get on there, make sure you send some shit daddery. Don't just sit back and, and be a lurker. Yeah, there, there's a fair bit going around. It's, it's great. Um, don't forget, please uh, follow and leave five-star reviews on your podcast platform. We we really want to dial this up. 
whatever you're doing right now, stop, listen, get out your phone, get on Apple, get on Spotify, whatever you're doing. Uh, I'd lo- I want everyone to leave a review as well. Um, love reading those. A lo- lot of fun. The last one we had was from Milky. Aww. Yeah, so, I miss Milky. Oh, Milky, yeah. oh, if you're listening, mate, we want you. We miss you. We want you. We hear more shit, Dattery, from you the milk. You have been quiet, mate. You've just had the Christmas period. What's yeah. going on, yeah. Milky? Yeah. I can't say period. I know, three blokes can't. All right, we Shit got Dad share line, 07, 30, 40, 95, 45. And of course, the merch. Right now, we're rocking these hats that are pretty mm. great. Yeah. Uh, we've got the shirts for sale. We've got stubby coolers. Um, and I think that's about it, isn't it? I think we've uh, we've only got a few shirts left. So if you want to get involved, um, that's, we're only selling them for 20 bucks at the moment. So get on board. You you pay your own um, postage and handling because we ain't rich. Um, but yeah, 20 bucks for a shirt plus, your, I think, 10 bucks is postage and handling. Yeah. yeah. If, Not you bad. Live, yeah. if you live local enough, let's be honest. <laughs> throw an extra five bucks in, and we'll throw a uh, we'll throw a, a stubby cooler in yeah, too. But if you're south of the river uh, in Brizzy, no, no, uh, no, we don't no, we don't no, travel no. there. We'll, no. we'll send it to you. Yeah. I went south of the river on the on the weekend. Actually, it was. Oh, I thought I, you looked a bit dirty. I was going to say <laughs> the exact same thing. I uh, I hiked Mount Gravatt. I didn't know you actually could do that. Oh, is that an actual mountain? Yeah, and you can go up it. Yeah, yeah. Well, me too. And it's got like a lookout and everything. Oh, so it was great. There you go. But oh. it was wrong side of the river. Yeah. Um, shout out to Kim. And finally, uh, this episode is also black t- brought to you by Black Property Group. If you're looking for a real estate partner in North Brizzy, get in touch with Ant and the team. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Right. Social shit dattery. <clears throat> Did you guys find anything that tickled your fancy this week at all? I found just one thing. Um Something through the socials on Instagram. Love following the Dad Hours page. Um, Yeah, nice. And I noticed that um, they were sharing some really cool stuff around this idea of which my kids aren't quite old enough yet, but hopefully soon to do camping in the backyard. Yeah, I saw that. Sharing, sharing, uh, you know, some wise uh, advice around the fact that your kids may not always remember, you know, you doing your workout, but they'll remember those those camping trips in the backyard on the weekend. So I really want to do that. Um, loved if anyone, any listeners are doing that with their family, send in some photos as well of your backyard camping setup yeah, because I'd love be cool. to see how extreme some people take it as well. Well, the last time I camped in the backyard, I didn't, I couldn't have the kids cause I had COVID and, um, that was my quarantine. My quarantine <laughs> spot was in the backyard in my, my swag with a campfire that. and an esky. Did so. you love it? <laughs> it was better than being at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just quarantine. How good is it now? Now it's like, no, no, you're fine to stay home and you actually can go to work. Too, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just no, no, no. I need to go to someone else's house and live there away from everyone. I love my my wife oh, and kids. Don't um, we all. Yeah, but jumping on that, I was just talking to you lads about, I didn't see this on social, but I just thought it'd be really good. Three and a half year old, the other day I said to us, like, oh, let's have a sleepover. Because I wanted to do, I want to. I got the swag. I want to do a camp with her. It's just way too hot at the moment. Yeah. Just in the swag outside. Yeah. Um. So I said, yeah, let's have a sleepover. Said, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. You know. So we're in bed. So whatever. I just had pillows on the ground, blanket. It was the best thing. Chat, chat. Have a chat about day. It's all good. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, I'm really tired. We should go to bed now. It's getting really late. She's tired. Anyway, after a good chat and good fun, she's like, yeah, yeah, okay. I fell asleep. She didn't, <laughs> so she just kept talking. Anyway, until the missus came and said, what are you doing? Like, uh, yeah, what are you doing? Just wake up. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was awake. Yeah, yeah, but no, but it was the best thing ever because she remembers that we had that and mm. I told her that I was like, no, I might not be here in the morning because I might already be up. I've got to, and I said, I've got to meet Nick, uh, Aria's dad, Nick, at the gym and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But she just absolutely like frothed for it, yeah. like all day long. So, you having a sleepover? Yeah. You having a sleepover with me? Yep. Yep, I am. I might uh, try that because I got to get away from my wife snoring. It's <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> if you guys have a little like mattress that you can put down, it'd yeah. be comfier than just the floor. Yeah. But it was just, as I said, I got a little kip before, kind of like everyone else. You know that normal time when you get tired because yeah. the kids are going to bed. You're like, I'm fucking really tired. Yeah. Anyway, I've got like a half hour kip. Yeah, good. Dad good. hack. Nice. All yeah, listeners, send get us in, in your your uh, your dad hacks as well. Yeah. That'd be great. What about your post, Nick? Uh, we got one. That I that I stumbled across that I thought was pretty funny. Um, just changed the nappy of my one day old daughter. Not sure if I was changing a nappy or changing the oil of a car that hadn't been done in a couple of years. <laughs> 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 oh. 
It's a rough one. At least it doesn't stink though. Yeah. Like I'm sitting back now going, yeah, that's pretty cute and stuff. But like, have you dealt with a human shit? <laughs> like once they start. Human poos are <laughs> gnarly. They are pretty bad. As soon as they start solids, it just changes. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. It's a breastfeed or formula, whatever. They're different smells, but you can handle them. Yeah. Well, one of my shit dad moments this week is actually poo related. And um, I, I won't bring it up now, but yeah, when the, the smell is just something else. And if you've got weak guts, I really I really feel for you because if you've got a kid who doesn't want to do poos on the toilet, you, you're in for the world mm-hmm. of hurt. Yeah, you're in the trenches for a while, mate. So oh. shout out to you. <laughs> you're going to want to wish those mech poos on you every day. I'm just having flashbacks <laughs> to my other shit dad moments of the past with the dog eating it. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't happened for a while. It's bound to happen That soon. was one of my favourite cam shit dad moments. The hey? waffle suck was the best. <laughs> waffle, oh, yeah, that was good. Jeez, you've got some good poo moments. Fuck, tell me about it. All right, so uh, we wanted to use this episode this week to have a bit of a chat around New Year motivation. Um, obviously... Kind of halfway through Jan, uh, a lot of those news resolutions still kicking on. Last year we had a laugh at the end of the year how we made a lot of commitments, and not a lot of not a lot of follow through. But yeah. hey, you know we're human. I would also how like to bring the... up that yeah. two of you committed to something, <laughs> yeah, and one poor fucker just got like roped into it. Like, Can What's you ride for? a bike, Dave? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> our imaginary triathlon. <laughs> um, no, but this year obviously we. Uh, We've got a lot more maybe motivation to follow through, yeah. so uh, set some decent goals. So we wanted to talk through some of those. I wanted to ask you guys, what are your goals and wh- how do you think you're going to achieve it this year? Well, can I start at that? Because um, keeping on our theme of um, comparing us, what was it? Shaping up to the experts. Mm. Um, I, I was listening to, and I have been listening to She's on the Money podcast, mm. that uh, Victoria Devine, I think her name yep. is. Yeah, yeah. She has some really good ideas. So I think it's aimed at women, right? But I'm so bad with money that I get I listen to the women's and men's ones. <laughs> um, and I'm learning a lot, obviously. So shout out to Victoria and her podcast. But um, she had some really good ideas this year in regards to finance and, uh, and setting goals and sort of steering away from the New Year's resolution side of things yeah. and going more towards setting intentions. So the whole idea around it was... Uh, New resolutions seem to be pretty hard to hold, like hard to keep, and yeah. you lose motivation when you don't take the right step towards it, or you miss one of your one of your got smaller goals you've set. Yeah. So she said, set some intentions instead. So it's basically your um, your choices you're making instead of the f- the final goal. So, like, not I'm going to lose ten kilos, more something like I'm just going to make healthier choices. I'm going to I'm only going to have one coffee a day. But they're the sort of goals that you're not going to lose heart if you have yeah. two coffees one day because you're extra tired. Like it's just, it's not going to affect your end goal. That's right. So I've yeah I've, I've sort of I'm moving along with that, and uh, I'm I'm ditching the New Year's resolution and going with the intentions. And um, my they also push have a like a target word that you can sort of refer to all year to keep you on track towards your intentions and make sure you're sticking to your intentions and. Um, my, mine this year is is focus. They, they've got some really good ones and like they've explained them really well. I'm not really good at explaining things, so I'm just going to say mine's focus. I, str- I struggle with focus with work, parenting, eating, um, just pretty much most things in life. If something cool pops up, I'm like, hey, I'm going to do that. You know, so Ooh, I think... Something shiny. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, butterfly. But this year I want to um, stay really focused with the finances. Um, that's the biggest goal for me this year and just like start seeing some savings build up in the, the bank account. Um, and that's one of those things that I can't really fail and lose motivation for early in the year because you've got all year to do mm. it, you know. So um, focus in that. Focus in my fatherhood um, I think is really important um, because everyone can say, oh, I'm not going to smack my kids this year or like I'm not going to uh, – I'm going to spend more time with my kids this year. I'm like, fuck that, you know. Um if my kid, yeah, if they stuff up and they need or like their full meltdown and they need a, a snap out of it, they get a little they get a clip on the bum, you know, yeah. like or something like that. I don't know, but focus as in I'm just going to keep my eyes on the prize, spend more time with the kids, and just not get angry. Try not to be angry, you know. Just focus on the little things. So is that like focusing the emotion, your emotions too, to like remain calm? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sticks to calmer emotions and um, not not so. What's the word when you you like snap? Not snap, but like you're very um, 
when you, when you, <laughs> I know what you mean. But yeah, <laughs> you no. know what I'm. Everyone knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah not so, jumping the gun straight away. Yeah. Yeah. Something just, bad happens, you sort of just straight away go. Yeah. Like reactive. Reactive. Yeah. 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 So try not to be so reactive. Um, sort of let them feel feelings, the feelings they need to feel before uh, jumping in. Jumping on in, yeah. and or like bringing out the parent. Uh, but yeah, focus. Nice. See, so I like that. I thought so much about a both of what you boys have brought here. You know, like what are my goals and what's my intention, kind of thing, and um, what words going to help me um, in all aspects. And I think firstly, I'll, I'll start with my word, similar to yours about the focus. It, mine's actually more presence, presence in my girl's life. Presence in what I'm doing, like work wise, distractions galore. Yeah, like, work? Mm, <laughs> no, I don't work at the moment. I've got 10 weeks sprint, okay? Um, no, but like presence in that and, and stop jumping from like little bits to little bits. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like all of it and presence in myself. And that's, I think, something that I've probably lacked for a very long time. Um, being present with what I what I need and what I've got to do and, and you know, we always talk about it, um, you know, being a better you makes you a better you for everyone mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. So that's that's my word being, you know, being present um, in what I'm doing because there's too many distractions in this world and, you know, that's I need to get away from it. Um, my goals though were, um, in all seriousness, holidays – as you all know, you just fucking smash yourself. And that's what I do and that's what I've done. <laughs> um, and I'm still doing as I, I sit down here on the old young Henry's Hazy. Shout out. <laughs> Boys, if you need a sponsor, just, you know, come on our way. <laughs> um, no, but like just being, you know, like being better there, um, you know, on on the drink. But um, I bid the bullet and I'm, I'm, I'm in the gym. Yeah. Good old Anytime Fitness Griffin. How's Shout that been out. going? Thanks, boys. You guys been going pretty, yeah. pretty yeah. consistently? Yeah. We did one, what, last week and yeah. I went up again this morning. Um, whether I hit it again tomorrow or just wait till Wednesday when we've got another session, it, it's good having mates there. And mm. It's not just Nick here, but a few other of the boys around there are going up, like just to be accountable. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. So, look, honestly, my intention is just to just be healthier. Yep. Drop a bit of piss and go to the gym. Mm. You know, work out a little bit. And that's a, that's achievable too, because you're not saying I'm going to lose a certain amount yeah. of kilos. No. I'm not going to run a marathon. I'm just going to be healthier. No. And like we were talking about it with um, the Anytime Fitness uh, manager, and he said, "I'm happy to help you guys out if you're going to be present. You're going to come to the gym." Yeah. And so we just said, "Yep, twice a week," because we've committed to doing or uh, well, yeah, committed. Committed to doing other sessions, so we're we're doing a, an outdoor session once a week. Um, going for a run with the the other boys of the group. Nice. Once a week, I've just started soccer again, so I can't really walk at the moment. Um, <laughs> Watch the groin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the groin's pretty good, thankfully. Touch wood. Yeah, it's just the rest of the body that yeah. they can't move probably. But yeah, you're right, mate. So it's good to um to set those intentions of yeah, actually just making healthier choices. Mm. Yeah. But as I said, I like that accountability too. Like as in for us to have that membership yeah. up there with the boys up at up at any time they've told us now you come and do two sessions with us kind of thing well you don't get the membership yeah and i'm like like, (laughs) that's good motivation yes and it is because um you know like that's that's what i like that's what we need yeah we need we need motivation so the idea of training with someone as well makes such a difference having someone else to hold you accountable and hold each other accountable yeah, and shit, yeah. Call you yeah. a little bitch when you yeah. don't lift heavy enough. Make it more fun as well when you're there. You yeah. didn't call me a bitch. Yet, I didn't. <laughs> so you must have been lifting heavy enough. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, my word for you? the year would be um, consistency. So I just want to make sure that in any given week, it's just, you know, nothing stop start. I've, you know, I've had a few stop starts with a few different... Uh, fitness routines over the past couple of years, but I'm really excited about just kind of having more consistency. Yeah. Um, started running again, so I got some gift vouchers for Christmas. So I went and bought some new running shoes. Good, good. Got some good new music ready to go. And I've actually set myself a really clear boundary at work. So whenever I'm in the office uh, or at home, um, 12 to 1, blocked out in my diary. Uh, no one can make meetings in that time and I won't accept any. And that is my time to, it doesn't always have to be exercise. It can just be to go in for a walk, go outside and 
just get grab seven to eight. Yeah. Um, but what I have been doing a couple of times in the last uh, week or so is just going for a run. Awesome. And I can't go very far. And it's fucking hot, but it's just get enough to get out there and, you know, within that hour. And no one else is doing any work during that time. Everyone's yeah. fluffing about talking and eating. So Anything's better than nothing too. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then by association, there's a lot of other people at work said, yeah, we're running too. Let's, let's uh, do a few different runs this year. So awesome. There's a few things coming up. I think it's in March. There's a, uh, a breast cancer run. You can do oh, a yeah, fiver yeah. or a tenner. Um, there's obviously the Brisbane Marathon as well, which I won't do a marathon, but another 10K and then Bridge to Brisbane. So there are a few yeah, things cool. throughout the year to try and do that. Um, and for me as well, it makes a big difference having a few options that are just easy and accessible and free. So yeah. just being able to go for a run anyone can do. Uh, and then park run as well. So I'm going to start that on Saturday. Park run, nice. Mm. Uh, there's a few different ones. Found a, found a good looking one at Redcliffe as well uh, along the water there. So near Sutton's Beach. Oh, really? so. We're still oh, talking really? about park run, right? Yeah. Oh, good <laughs> have you noticed as well with the like the runs, the marathons and stuff that you, you have to pay quite a bit of money to register? Yeah. That mm. just turns me off immediately, you know? Like if it's a charity and you're doing one a year, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll pay the, the 60 bucks or whatever it is. But every single one costs money. I'm like, fuck that. Let's just do a couple of park runs. Yeah, that's right. They must do it to lock people in and then that's the extra motivation. Like, well, I've paid. I may as well do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And going back to your music, setting up the um, the new music ready to go, how good is a motive? Like how motivating is setting a new running playlist? I can tell you right now the best song to run to. It's a single song. It goes for like an hour and a half. It's by Girl Talk called all day and he basically is like a dj that mashes all these songs together there's a lot of like like r&b and pop and stuff in there and it's yeah. the most epic song and it just like pumps you up it's great can really? you send me yeah. that link yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you, can, you actually just download it from his website yeah right. oh really yeah so like download it on your phone but I'll, i will share, with it, share that good. with you guys yeah that's awesome, awesome. yeah i need it because i found myself at the gym this morning just listening to my chill music and i felt like am i at the beach or am i in the gym <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Well, that's uh, that's our new New Year's motivation. Yep. Uh, yeah, everyone everyone's happy to stick to their intentions and mm. kick on. I think we've been a lot more realistic this this year than last year, mm. considering last year we decided to do a triathlon and I said I'd lose ten kilos and I'm, I think I've put on three. Like <laughs> it's it's yeah. yeah I said two sessions. <laughs> Little weird. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> still two sessions a week. I Let's stick yeah. to being realistic, boys. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, really happy with that. So. I hope we've motivated uh, any listeners yeah. to, to get amongst it and make S- their own intentions. Yeah, send in what your word for the year is. I'd love to hear yeah. that and mm-hmm. kind of what your goals are as well. Awesome. Give us a spell. The dads have gone to knock the top off a cold one and have a captain cook. The ankle biters aren't giving their mum some strife. They'll be back in a sec. Don't blow your top. Right, let's get back into uh, the second half of the pod, the good stuff, the good shoe, what we all like to hear. And uh, I think we're just going to kick it off with this. Get ready to hear about the sports you love most from a guy who doesn't love sport as much as you. It's the Shit Dad Sports Wrap. With me, (laughs) Cam. Victorian mayor calls on councils to follow lead after banning gambling ads at local sports games. Punters think it's time to start betting on the junior soccer just to mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> Easier to fix games, yeah. though. <laughs> it's wow. like, I, I can feel like you can see. Um, I don't think there's any bad points to this. Like no, they're trying to. This has been a long time coming. It has to have been. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And it's I, gonna, I think it's going to take the intense parenting on the sidelines down a notch too. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Victoria is usually the uh, first first mover on a lot of these social issues, aren't they? Mm. Uh, when it comes to compared to the other states, it can uh, only be good. Hey, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, There's, like you, do you remember um, how we had like the the Combank um, Dolomites back in the day? And it was like that thing they introduce you at school to this this dolomites thing, and they're like, "Yep, yeah, you will save, you will save money, and it's really good." And then on your eighteenth birthday, Commonwealth send you a a free credit card and say, <laughs> yeah. "Here you go, yeah, yeah. So free it's like, money." Yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. So it's sort of you can sort of adapt it to this, where kids are seeing sports bet, Ladbrokes, Neds, and all these massive um, betting companies advertising at their sports events and their clubs, their grassroots clubs, and then when they're eighteen, they're like. I'm a bet. I'm a bet big. Mm. 
they just think that's the norm to that's, do in it's social normal. situations. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit of the Aussie culture though too. Like you think even the biggest day, you know, like it's well, it's funny though. Victoria, they they get the day off for the, <laughs> for Melbourne, the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. For the Melbourne Cup, you know, like yeah. and even up here, you know, like yeah, we'll do a sweep. And like being a teacher, because like, what's that? Literally, you just come and draw a horse. And like, what do I do? Like, well, if your horse wins, I'll, we've got some prizes here. What's it cost? Well, for this classroom, because the sake it's a classroom, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like if you come first, you win this chocolate or, you know, this, this oh, and yeah. this kind of thing. But it's just like the Aussie culture. It's like... Mm. It's ingrained into you from it a young age. Well, yeah. Let's have a punt. Yeah. Do you think the, uh, the debate... Uh, that goes on every year. Is it getting louder? Is it getting stronger? Are people more and more people saying up to the cup? And is that then going to have a flow-on effect? No. Nah. Or is it just nah. a loud, <laughs> a continuously loud minority? Can I just, just be continue to be loud? The first to say just nup. <laughs> just nup. <laughs> just nup. It will continue to be. Yeah, it's an extremely loud. loud minority. Yeah. Yeah. And they are, but that's the thing. Like a lot of <laughs> go to a race day. Look at the amount of people that are actually really, really punting. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We're all Muppets. We're all mm. just going 10 bucks on this, whatever. You know what? The the people that are going out there and spending too much for themselves, like the Australian government's got initiatives in there to help those people that need the help. Mm. You know, it, it's not that. The people go there because of the social event. Mm. Yeah, We're going there like with a group of mates or it's a birthday. You get dressed up. Yeah, you go to the races. Yes, you drink probably too much. You bet too much, but it's not like an everyday occurrence. It's a and at, f- and at the end of the cup. day, we shouldn't be sending it out to our kids at their grassroots sports clubs mm. on a weekly basis. Mm. No, <laughs> we definitely shouldn't. But as I said, the big things definitely are fine. But I love the fact that they're talking about banning it at, mm. at their you know their locals. It, yeah. know, knowing a bit about the the wagering category. The amount of restrictions that are on there in terms of looking at time of day, day of week, different rules by different states, eventually it will go the way, and I don't know how long, but eventually it will go the way of cigarette advertising yep. where they will just go, you know what, no, just not allowed anymore. Betting's bad. And they will find other ways to promote things yep. via influencers and talent and stuff like that and sport, export stuff. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so they will never go away because they make too much money, but obviously uh, when it comes to seeing them all the time on TV and giant billboards everywhere, yeah. eventually that time will have to come to an end. That makes sense. Yeah. They don't They don't need to do it at the junior games or the local nah. games. I just think at, at any at- junior club, you know, like <coughs> anywhere where there's like like the North Lakes Sports Club, there's yeah. a thousand juniors at that club and mm. you're sitting there going, they don't need to be exposed to betting. No. But there's there's enough in our professional league where they are paying a percentage of the wage of our professionals. Yeah. <clears throat> I get it. But at our juniors when they're 11 years old? Yeah. No. Yeah. Not no. Uh, Australian Open tennis starts today and unsurprisingly King Kyrgios mm. has flapped his gums harder <laughs> than a chip. <laughs> then his jet of a serve. Might be time to drop the ego and win a singles major to give Aussie fans something to cheer Instead of Leah. And I've just seen that he's... he's out. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that you guys had seen oh, that too. I was like, this out. is great. Oh, I've got, I got to tear on my knee. I can't mm. I can't tear him for that because he's obviously injured. You don't want yeah. to play on an injury because anyone who's had an actual injury knows how effed your life is when you're fully injured um, and and how, much, how debilitating it is. Like we all have to go to work nine to five. Well, some of us less than others, obviously, myself <laughs> Nine included. Nine to five. Nine to three. Come yeah, on, mate. Come and on, I'm like four, four days a week, if that. <laughs> and um, Yeah, but he gets to hang around with his hot influencer girlfriend mm. and just roll the streets, which I saw today as well. He'd got chipped by the government, oh, the, the cops for riding an e-scooter without a helmet. Oh. And apparently that was newsworthy. <laughs> I've, I just feel like the... The me- Australian media love to hate Nick Kyrgios. They, yeah. they, they have to find something, even if something as small as not riding an e-scooter with a helmet, to try and destabilise him before a major so he doesn't win a major. All right. And you sit there and they go, shouldn't we be mm. lifting him up? Yeah. You know, like, let's gee him he gonna, up. He's our best the tennis player. Again this year with, uh, oh, with um, going the cock. Special case, yeah. But he obviously is not, not now. Not now, mm. yeah. Um, no. Who's the cock going to ride with now? <laughs> Who knows? What gets me about that though with Kyrgios is the the 
Let's try and open uh, organizers. Whether it was a an apology to how they have treated him in the past or what, mm. or just because he's our top-ranked Australian. But it's definitely an apology to Jocker on Friday night. Like, hey, come play this, uh, you know, invitational little match. You exhibition know I mean? match. Yeah, yeah, exhibition match that meant fuck all. Kirill well, seemed to enjoy that. He did. <laughs> Plenty of fucking money going those boys' ways. You know, like, that's what shits me off. Like, yeah. I'm good enough to play this, but no, now I can't. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. That's a, that's a good call. Mm. But anyway. Just, yeah, you don't know what's happening, do you? No, of course not. He might have done it in that game. Who knows? Yeah. But. So are there any good Australians left now in the, at all? Oh, Kokonakis is quite... Yeah, he's, he's been playing well. Yeah. I can't. Dimonor. Dimonor, yeah. So yeah, we've got a, promising actually, young guys, I guess. What's but. that? What was that young? I was watching actually two of them tonight. Uh, Kubler, who's played. Oh yeah, you know, he's he's not that young either. He's not. No, no. I won't say young guy. He's just yeah. new to our scene. He's Hewitt's little uh, protege now as well with Dimonor. Oh yeah, who's yeah. that? Who? Oh, Kubler is. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm pretty yeah. sure he is because I see Hewitt's in his box. Yeah. Um, but Millman. Oh, Johnny. He was getting around today. Like I just as I was leaving, he was in the fifth set. And another five set up. That prick just man. loves the five. He's <laughs> just a fucking battler. He's fucking does it. But I'm pretty. He's like, nah. 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 <laughs> no, actually, he, 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 was, he was up as I left. So hopefully by the time you all listen to this, he's in his second, third round. Come on, Johnny. Go. New South Wales Labor Government unveils plans for a sports school in Sydney's southwest. It is believed the school's motto will be, if you don't play sport, you won't get taught. <laughs> Is that real? No. <laughs> it's a Bentley special. Oh, uh, fucking me. What part of that's real? Then Bentley. <laughs> All I can say is there's not going to be many nerds at that school or fat kids. Sweet. So What it's is a, a sports school? Do like everyone has to play something? That's like I think my it's, nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd imagine it's going to be smaller than the average school. So you know how Kelvin Grove is like the soccer school and then um, Nudgee's the dance. boys' school. And yeah, well, there's seats of schools that are rugby like school, that. Yeah. yeah. So it, I think they're just saying to get the specialist coaching, they're going to have all the professional coaches go to these schools and then mm. um, so they're obviously – I don't know if they're taking putting education as a backseat or like they're just getting the education but still having the professional coaches. and. Yeah, okay. So this, uh, what I do know, I've never, I've never taught at a school like this, but there's schools that have the programs. So like Wavell here in Brazil is a big like rugby league program, like or Kiba and you know stuff down the Goldie. Whereas you do your HPE normal, so you do your normal subjects. You have to, but then one of the lines is a specialist rugby league school, or, you know, line or whatever it is. You know, like um, even like. Some of the schools that are soccer schools, like say, they go and do an extra session or two sessions a week of soccer mm. or football, I should say rather. But um, yeah, so that's by the sounds of it, it's going to be that. It's yeah, just going right. to be a, whatever sport you do, we're going to get the best of the best to come here and then provide the opportunities. Can you imagine inter-school sports day? You know, on the Friday, Arvo, you play other schools. Everyone's going to be like, fuck that. I'm not going there. Just give them the <laughs> trophy. going to beat us. <laughs> sure, I remember back at the plane and it's like playing rugby league. It's like, you're up against Wavell. Ah, fuck. This is going to be a bad day. <laughs> I was like, this story of a team of 17, like 14 of them play NRL like four <laughs> years later. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> They're all 130 kilos. <laughs> well, yep. that is our... Shit, Dad. Sports oh. round. Oh wait, mate. We've got one. Now we do. Oh, do we? Yeah. Yep. Just oh. for you. Far I'm out. not really sure what any of these words are. Cobo to be punished over Walter's swipe. <laughs> oh no. Oh, who's, who's a Cobo? Who's a Cobo? Cobo's in our role player. Uh, Plays for the Broncos. Oh. I think this was a, a uh, swipe at the Broncos from Dave. But yeah. I still don't care. We're still going to wipe the floor with the Titans this year. <laughs> you, of yeah. course you will. <laughs> so will the, but so no, the rest the of the fins. No. So what actually happened? Oh, have you not heard? No. Okay, so Cobbo was on something, whether it was a podcast or a recording or whatever, came out and said Walters is an average coach or whatever, and then well, later, in the se- later in the season. You can't do that. No, but later in the season, I think Cobbo was injured. Oh, yeah. Their make or break kind of game. I think it was like half time, and Broncos were. I think he admitted to like leaving at half time. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Look, as I said, I didn't go into it too much. It's Broncos news. I just put it into your shit fucking nick off. But, uh, <laughs> but it didn't work this time. No, it didn't. But supposedly, yeah, he came out and just called Kevy. Like, nah, he's an average coach. Someone's been saying that the – well, there's a few people saying that the Finns, the Dolphins' um, preseason has been just ridiculous, like a bit of a joke. As in it's With so Dad's good, army. It's so joke. bad it's a joke. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> Dad's army just not giving a F about what's going on. Right, yeah. Anyway. Mm. Let's do this then. Shit Dad moment of the week. Shit Dad moment of the week is our favourite time of the week. We can we, we just get to, to share our fatherhood uh, shithousery and fatherhood yarns with the rest of you dads to make sure that you all know we're all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. So just wanted to to put it out there. If anyone has any anything they'd like to com- commit to Shit Dad Story Time or share on the Shit Dad Share line, get involved because we love hearing your dad stories. And we have a couple of crackers today. But we'll start with Cam because the camera's pointing at him. <laughs> <laughs> Convenient. All right. So mm-hmm. my Shit Dad moment is Shit Dad, Shit Son-in-Law. Um, <clears throat> I spent a fair bit of time with the in-laws over the break. Um, and I've discovered a really good way to give a bit of feedback that doesn't really ruffle any feathers. Uh, you can turn your complaint or your suggestion into a haiku. What's was, a haiku? Yeah. Haiku is a poem and it I goes know it's a poem. five, seven, five. So five words, seven words, five words. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I don't know the exact rules. <laughs> <laughs> but you did five, seven, five. Five, okay. seven, five. But it doesn't have to rhyme. Okay. I think it's syllables. Okay. Five, seven, five. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, I wrote a couple and, and I'll read them here. And <laughs> this this was around the dinner table, I would say these. Many people here. <laughs> Country music becomes nice. When can I go home? <laughs> <laughs> and they all laughed. And I was like, no, really. Little did I know you were serious. Country music's beginning to sound good. And really, when can I go home? <laughs> My favorite one, though, this is this was obviously over Christmas. Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is a bathroom door lock. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a sliding door in the bathroom that doesn't lock and everyone oh. just opens it. It's the worst. So, oh, jeez. Uh, once again, you know, they're all, all the feedback, all the suggestions were taken on board well. Because um, you, you delivered it in a yeah, nice way. in a haiku <laughs> over dinner. Yeah. yeah. So that's my uh, shit sounding law moment. Very good. That is awesome. Um, so mine are two stories rather than moments. Good, good. Yes, I like it. So, uh, Miss Three at the, <laughs> the other morning, um, walking into little nine month old Miss's bedroom, carrying her. I'm like, all right, let's just go change her nappy and then we'll change your pull up. As we're walking down the hallway to her room, Dad, she done a big nugget. She done a nugget. (laughs) No, she hasn't done a nugget. But where did you get this word nugget from? (laughs) Taught myself. (laughs) There's Miss Three and a Half. But then Miss Three and a Half has obviously taught nine month old her one of her favourite songs at the moment, nine month old, and the three and a half year old, it's it's trickled down to the nine month old, is Oh My Gosh. By the bunnies on Sing. Anyway, so the movie Sing. Oh, yeah. It's in the auditions yeah. and the bunnies come on and it's called, oh my gosh, look at her butt. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so three-year-old gets up and starts dancing. I fuck around with it too and just dance around, shake them. Anyway, the nine-month-old gets up on all fours and literally like rocks back and forth like this. <laughs> <laughs> literally like this. And I'm like, uh, starts twerking. It's pretty much a nine month old twerking. Just you put the song on, it's like she just gets up, looks, gets excited, flaps her arms like this, and then gets up on all fours and just rocks back and forth. And I'm like, oh, got yourself a little hussy. Oh my goodness! But that's a three and a half year old who's taught the nine month old. There you go. I can't wait till then, like 19 and <laughs> 16. It's gonna be amazing. But you can, bloody hell. Yeah, they're going to the convent. I told you this, <laughs> <laughs> told you this boys. All right, what about you, Ben? All right, we've got um, I've got a couple of stories as well, but we've got some uh, messages sent in. First one's from Kirk. Uh, the other day, I picked up all three of my boys from daycare at home, doing all the normal evening routine before the wife gets home, bathed, fed, and ready for bed. I was trying to get brownie points, so I thought while I've got a sec, I'll cut my nine-year-old, uh, nine-month-old's nails. The missus hates cutting his nails, so if she does, she uses the the baby scissors. 
he uses the clippers. Uh, I cut all his nails and got to the last one. My eldest, Mr. Five, was whining about his dinner. I got distracted and when Mr. Nine Months moved, I clipped and cut the nail with some skin. And I was like, oh, shit. And it pissed out with blood. And the closest thing uh, I had was wipes. So I tried to use that to hold on to it. I had to get Mr. Five to hold the brother's bleeding finger with tissues so I could get a plaster. English calls plaster band-aids, obviously. Uh, meanwhile, Mr. Nine Months is crying. I felt so shit. Then I put the plaster on. It went straight into the, the mouth and pulled the plaster off. Uh, I finally calmed him down, put another plaster on, and the wife came in, and I obviously got the eye roll from her. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's safe to say we've all been there. <laughs> Every time I cut nails, mate, it's it's not tears up. Especially the three of you. Shouldn't have moved. Yeah. <laughs> Don't move. This exactly. is your fault. This is your fault. <laughs> no, it's not mine. This one we got from Owen. Look, seriously, loving the show. It's, um, it's an absolute pleasure. It's great. Puts me in a bit of a better mood between the, Sing in the time I leave uh, work to the time I get home. Listen to it and, uh, yeah, makes it a bit better so I'm not so grumpy with the little one. When he comes running up and, you know, puts his head straight into me and, you know, hurts me when I get home. But, um, yeah, look, bit of a... I'm, I'm not taking the full blame for this one, right? It was... I'm ta- blaming everyone. So it's a shit dad, shit mum... Shit auntie, shit aunt, uncle, and a shit cousin moment. Right? Shit I'm family tree. going to say, do we hear the bus? Yeah. So it was the weekend before Christmas, and we had some people over for the wife's birthday because she's stupid and decided to be born bloody 10 days before Christmas. Great <laughs> idea. I don't know why. Um, anyway, so we had some people over. I ended up putting a second-hand swing together that we got uh, for the little one who you just heard in the background, oh, who's geez. probably going to hurt me in a minute. Anyway, so um, bloody Instagram one minute together, real. and there's a couple of us. The girls are, you know, googling over this new baby, and um, couple me, the brother-in-law, and a mate were playing a game of uh, I think it was Kelly Pool at the time. And anyway, one of the little cousins who's only like seven or eight decided to go with um, my two-year-old, go put him on the swing and swing him around. I hadn't actually put it into ground yet, so there's nothing actually holding it in. So we all knew we had to hold it. But we're like, oh, yeah, no, they'll be right. They're only little. They won't move it very far. Anyway, next thing we know, we just hear this scream because he's gone flying forward. His face planted the ground. Um, we freaked out. I've dropped the pool cue, which is actually my neighbour's one, which I'm not sh- pretty sure it's not sentimental. But, um, yeah, his face planted it. He was fine. The seven-year-old uh, niece was freaking out. She was in tears because she thought he'd hurt himself. She couldn't understand that he was fine and kids bounced back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the other one that um yeah I'll take full blame for this one, but uh, we're walking around uh, Rebel Sport on Boxing Day because you know Tia I decide to wake up at six a.m. because that's a great idea every single day of the year, you know yeah anyway so um he thought it'd be a good idea and we're walking around Rebel Sports turns out to be and um we've decided yeah bugger it we'll let him out let him run around you know have some fun. He's run off and the missus is trying to follow him and I've, you know, got the pram because she's running through this, well, not really running, but going through the store trying to get him. And I've and he's come straight back down the aisle right towards me and I've just a little bit too far off centre. So instead of, you know, stepping over to try to get him, I push the pram in his way. And <laughs> kids bounced, it's all right, he was fine. <laughs> yeah. And um, didn't hurt himself, but, yeah, I pushed the pram in front of him and he tripped over and fell down in the wife and just picked him up and put him back in the pram and... Um, all was good with the world again. That's one way to it stop him. I thought it was funny. So she after like a couple minutes. <laughs> that's one way to stop him, Roman. Just peg the pram at him. <laughs> I thought that's what they were used for. Just putting him in their way if they're not carrying yeah. <laughs> Just block them. Block their path. Thanks, um, thanks Alan. Oh, thanks, yeah, Alan. thanks, Alan. Oh, shit. Sorry, any time. I mean, better accounting. Um, <laughs> I'll fix that later. That's okay. Yeah. Just trashing the joint. Um, we got another one from Andrew. He didn't actually send this in. This is uh, my mate Andrew who um, Jim's fencing. I'll oh. give him a little shout out, a little plug. No, so he, uh, we were going to soccer and he was telling me this story about his mate's kid who is a bit of a, a weapon when it comes to just sort of making himself at home. And he's um, he, he doesn't mind swigging a bit of milk out of the, uh, <laughs> the jug at home and he's just like – he. I think he's at that age where he doesn't really understand that you don't do that shit at other people's houses. <laughs> so he's like, the first, the first little, uh, the first little moment was um, he's, this kid's come over to play and he's going, "I'm thirsty." He's like playing 
basketball or something out the front. He's like, oh, I'm thirsty. Oh, I'll just go grab a, a cup off the sink and just fill it up at the tap, mate. You'll be right. No worries. And he's like doing his thing and doing a bit of admin. And then he looks up at the kitchen. He's like, fuck, he's been there for a bit. What's he doing? He's like, oh, I'm going to go check on him. And at that moment, the, the door of the fridge shut, slammed shut. And he's like, oh, I'm not thirsty anymore. And he's ran back outside and he's gone to the gone to the fridge and obviously he's had a massive swig of milk. <laughs> so he's like, how sly is your kid? So that's the question I'm putting out to the listeners this week. How sly is your kid or uh, your friend's kids? <laughs> uh, the second one was um, the, the same day when the kid was over. He's like, all right, guys, like 37 degrees, let's chuck a bit of sunscreen on these, all right? And this kid goes... I've been sunscreen. Uh, I've I've been sunburned before. I don't use. I don't need sunscreen anymore. <laughs> the logic's there, yes. but it's not that sound. So like, get it on, mate. Um, I've got a couple of moments. One I missed from last week from our trip up to the unnamed island. In case I get fined for the bush poos, um, there was just me, my two boys, and uh, a mate and his boy were playing beach cricket. Um, and as you know, playing cricket or anything that involves um, coordination with five-year-olds and seven-year-olds it's a lot of fun it's amazing uh but yeah we oh it got to the like dad's turn to bat so old mate jumps in gets the bat and i was bowling the underarms to the kids so i was like oh yeah i'll swing a few balls at him i'll yeah knock him over first ball you know how it is <laughs> but i was like oh it's just gonna be annoying so i was just like i, I bowled rolled the arm over nice and slow just thought he'd just block it or like try and give the kids a catch or something Nah, he's fucking carted me down the beach. <laughs> Three balls in a row. I'm like, oh, we want to play that game, do we? So without even really thinking about it, his boy is playing wicketkeeper, obviously a little bit too close to the stumps. I've put some heat and a, a nice amount of swing on this beach cricket ball and it is he's swung <laughs> at it to try and cart me again. Clean miss and clean in the balls of his five-year-old oh. son. Luggy's <laughs> only five. They haven't... They full, yeah. Fully <laughs> I can't see any lasting damage on that one, but yeah, I wasn't feeling great, and um, yeah, I just I feel like it was his shit dad moment, yeah, for carting me on the easy balls <laughs> instead of giving the kids a catch. Oh, hold up, hit you once, fine, no. whatever. Yeah. Hands a laugh, yeah, yeah. Ha-ha, and then yeah, yeah, and then give him catches, not yeah. three times, and then try to fucking <laughs> hammer you down. You're lucky you just did bolt normally. I'll just bolt a beamer at the. <laughs> Fuck a bouncer on the beach. I was beaming you in the head, oh, mate. Oh, <laughs> mate, it was so bad. And then my final shit dad moment of the week was um, I was lying in my new hammock that I got for Christmas. And um, as you do in the afternoon, you're sort of just chilling and there's no real urgency to do anything. And uh, the missus took the, the two boys up for a shower and um, little miss was running around in the backyard. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll bring her up in five minutes. She'll be right. And I laid back down just chilling. I think I was on my phone as well. And she's everything just went quiet and I'm like, oh, just peeked out of the hammock and there she is under the trampoline laying down a mad biscuit. <laughs> um, and like I'm sitting there going, oh, whatever, just finish it. <laughs> so the, my extra five minutes in the, the hammock and I've, I've ended up having to clean up a biscuit and um, – and take her and clean her off as well. So me being me, just decided to hose the biscuit into the softball <laughs> bark under the trampoline. Like, who's going to go under a trampoline? And if they do, well, don't go under there. If you, they keep going, it's their fault. And then the, I, I was like, I'm not taking her upstairs looking like that. So I'm like, all right, bend over, sh- 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 hose. <laughs> <laughs> so she got the garden no, bath before the real bath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you buy a very expensive toilet that does that exact same thing. Yeah. Oh, well, I keep fucking tell her that. Yeah. <laughs> We've been trying for the last six months. <laughs> but that wraps up, boys. Man, that, it- was, that was a good way to end it, I think. The biscuit under the trampoline. I wasn't into the softball bar. That's a really, uh, that's a really nice you know, private spot to go. Yeah. Else is around. She had some privacy. That's all good. Like, at least it wasn't in her pants, mate, jumping mm. on the trampoline. Well, you got, you got that to look could at, have been worse, yeah. You've got to look at the wings. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, could have been ho- hosing it through the trampoline. <laughs> exactly. On, onto and the softball. Yeah. And, and we know that water goes really well through trampoline <laughs> matting. Yeah. Awesome, boys. Does anyone have any final thoughts? Uh, I've no. just got one. <clears throat> this, is, this is advice from my wife. So this is uh, probably every partner would like their 
husband or boyfriend to do this as well. So all of you have a listen. Essentially, uh, they want us to take more photos of them with the kids because I don't know what your partners are like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always taking photos, yeah. great shots. You know, really candid, having a great time. I never really take that many photos. Yeah. Um, but this is from Amy Gerard, so she's got another great uh, parenting podcast as well called Beyond the Likes. Um, so she says, dear every other partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, friend, please, 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 when you see us playing with our kids or even having a cuddle with them, pick up the phone and capture the moment for us. Not because we're not living in the moment, because, uh, the only thing better than having memories of our kids is, uh, you know, not having, uh, said footage of uh, that memory. So we'll never forget all of the stages, the way that we felt, uh, we'll forget those details, the ringlets, uh, those uh, tiny hands dis- disappearing in ours, the husky voices, the quirky, inexplicable inexplic- things they say, their laughs and the way they look at you like you are their everything. So just That's a strong, eh? little shout out. Yeah, yeah. very emotional. She, and she tagged her husband and basically gave him the, you know, the, the ring up to take more <laughs> photos. <laughs> uh, but it's something, you know, I'll, hopefully I'll try and get better at too. Yeah, I'll be I think it's probably, making a concerted effort to do that I too. think we probably yeah. all need to. Because I look at my photos in my phone from the butterfly house where the daughter had it and they're just all shit photos. And then I look at the missus and it's like about a hundred of me with the girls. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. oh yeah, some great photos of you in there too. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. <laughs> no. um, my only final thoughts is because of some recent events and stuff like that, um, just make sure you're just there and you're just in contact with everyone and make sure you do what you can for... For everyone, you know what I mean. Just, just be good, be happy, and you know, be, uh, and be present. That's that's my word again. But um, yeah. So you know, not just with the the missus partner, whatever, um, and the kids, but you know, all your extended family, if you can, just yeah, just make sure it's all you're there when you can. Love it, mate. That's real good. Whether you came for some dad advice, a laugh, or some dad hacks, we thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. Please get involved on the socials at ShitDadPod on Instagram and TikTok, ShitDadPodcast on Facebook and the share line 07304095045. And support the guys who keep us rolling, Black Property Group and Anytime Fitness. Don't forget if you want to add value to the house, get your dad bod out too. And don't forget whether you're there for the kids daily or not, be present wherever you can because we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood for the kids.